Hello, is that Huey Green? Yes. Oh, hold on a second. Hold on, lads, it is Huey Green. Keep it down. I don't know how to put this. I'm in the Black Ball in York. And someone's written on a bog wall. If you want Huey Green's number, it's 01... Phone him and tell him he's a because he never let me on opportunity knocked. Signed, Tracy the Midget. Are you really Huey Green? No. Who uh, are you? You just said you was Mr Green. Who are you talking to? We got your number on the wall. Someone's put your number. Well, f off, because that's no Mr Green here. Yeah, but you and don't fucking bother us again. You said you was him. F off. Don't talk to me like that. It can't have been Huey Green, boys. Are you bad language? This week I find myself away from my flat watching the electric television system. This is BBC One bringing you more sh**. Now, Crime Watch UK, fronted by some rather attractive policewomen in uniform who can't read a script properly, and Nick Ross, a smug, self-satisfied defender of the nation's morals, who frankly seems to me to be a Boy Scout who's never grown up. Welcome to an hour of rape, murder, sex and violence, which we pretend is for the public good, but we all know is really entertainment. This week we're featuring a particularly nasty attempted crime at a high street bank. Fortunately, the bank had installed hidden TV cameras, so we've caught every detail of the crime. Blah, 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 blah. I have been told by those in the know that I am simply too damned attractive to get into television. However, realising that Crime Watch UK broadcasts a regular hidden camera slot to a primetime audience of millions, I make a dramatic attempt to strut my stuff by robbing a bank. As I said, a particularly nasty crime which, as I said, has been caught, as I said, on camera. So, as you watch this, please ask yourself, do you recognise this man? Right, right, this is a kin hold-up. All oh. of you hit the kin floor. Oh, God. Right, you. Oh, no, don't. Here's the money. Don't shoot. I don't want the kin money. Where's the kin camera? I know the kin thing's hidden here somewhere. It's up there in the ceiling. Look, you can see the light flashing. Right, Look. this is Tripoli. Eat kin flat, please. On the good ship, a lollipop. I would be the first to admit that an armed robbery is not the most perfect means of exposing my raw talent on national TV. Some might suggest that Opportunity Knox is more suitable. Indeed, it's great being back on your wonderful robbery. But frankly, in my books, Opportunity Knox is an even a greater crime. Yeah, happy landing on a chocolate bar. <laughs> well, I'm sure that disgusts you as much as it disgusts me. Or they disgust me a lot more than it disgusts you because I'm a little bit more sensitive. As well as this videotape, there were two witnesses who saw the man escape after four on course and a standing ovation. Sue spoke to them earlier. Sue. Thank you, Nick. I have two gentlemen in front of me. What colour was the getaway car? It was bright it was yellow. Green. Yellow. It was green. Yellow. It was, it was green. It was yellow. It was green. I make my escape from the bank in a special getaway car. by Mrs. Tribbley, it's painted green down one side and yellow down the other. The most enjoyable part of the whole escapade is tuning into the next edition of Crime Watch and hearing the witnesses contradict each other. Clearly, they escaped in a green car. It was bright yellow. Yellow. Green. Yellow. Green. Yellow. Green. Yellow. Green. Yellow. Green. Yellow. 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 What utter, utter build. It's coming off now. As I return to my luxury York penthouse flat, I pass my neighbour Dr Dreyfus, Britain's only one-fingered gynaecologist in the car park. He's kneeling down next to his car, performing a circumcision on it by cutting off half an inch from the exhaust pipe. When it comes to cars, he's not to be trusted. Only a week ago, I let him borrow my car, and he lanced it. To be fair, it was a green Passat. Well, well, I tell you what, oh, that's a, that's a real circular saw, that is. That does the job, that cuts right through. Hello, Mr Dreyfus! Dr Dreyfus, FRCS, bar FRCP, GGSM, and cycling proficiency test, great for fail already. Sorry. Dr Dreyfus. 
office. I have to say, that's the first time I've ever seen a kosher larder. So you should see my wife's matzahs. We got bagels. Oh, we no, got no, cream. You misunderstand me for comic effect. So ask me what sort of day I've had. Um, what sort of day have you had? Don't ask. So this morning I decide to walk along the riverbank, such a business. I see some schmuck drowning in the river. Haven't our people suffered enough, oy vey? Such oh, a business. You are being very Jewish this week, Dr. Dreyfus. Don't give me with no drowning. So I drag him out and lay him on the ground. A big shot, several uh-huh. rosut, slick type here, Karan, shows already nice matter. So he starts to come to, and I say to him, listen, I'm going to give you artificial respiration. Never his splutters. I want real respiration oh. or nothing. Oh, I shot him. Was he, was he all right? 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 He was all right, but he looks at me and says, You're a hebe, you're a Jew. So I said to him, Yeah, I said, What will Jews ever do to you? He replies, My grandfather was killed by the Jew who sank the Titanic. But surely the Titanic was sunk by an iceberg, Dr. Dreyfus. So that's what I said already. You know what he said? Iceberg, Goldberg, what's the difference? Schmifferens difference. Outrageous! Still, you've got to see the funny side, Dr. Dreyfus. Anyway, how are things going at the clinic? Busy day at the orifice? Don't ask. Today, so Mrs. Finkelstein walks into my consulting room. So soon, no appointment, bald as brass. Dr. Dreyfus, I want you to fit this, no delay. You know what she gives me? Uh, does she give you a diaphragm made out of solid gold? How could you know? She gives me a diaphragm made out of solid gold, studded with diamondes, 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 rubies, emeralds, worth at least half a million sterling. That's how suffering our nation has, we will never forget. Why on earth did she want to be fitted with such an expensive interuterine device? So I asked the same question, Mr. Finkelstein. He gave me a gold DM on the interuterine device, she says. He's a gift from him. All his life he's dreamed of coming into money. Coming into money? Coming into money. Oh, bless her. Anyway, go wawa, Dr. Dreyfus. Wawa, Dr. Dreyfus. Have we finished? Well, I suppose so, yeah. Can I come out of character? Yeah, if you want to, yeah, yeah. Good. Switch off the sound effects. And uh, take off the music as well. I can't stand doing this part. I really can't. Well, you can't do the Jewish accent, can Where's you? the Jewish accent? Yeah, yeah. I mean, try saying the K. Sodik. Sodik. Yeah, Sodik. You crap. I know. After listening to Dr. Drivers's distasteful story, I have a sudden urge to go for a tramp in other woods. Right, I'm in the woods. I'm in the woods and there's a tramp. Oh, I could go for him. Excuse me, Mr. Tramp. No. Fit? No, thanks. I'm just bad one. Boy. Yeah, well, never mind about that. Get your clothes off. Be mine tonight. Sex. My motto is if you can't get a woman, get a grateful old man. Preferably without teeth. The loins are aflame. Take me now. Be masterful. But that you've got nits and fleas. It's all lice. All lice, I tell you. All I am is a gay tramp with a cold. A gay tramp with a cold? There's a word for people like you. Yeah. Homosexual. Uh, Think about it. Okay, I've thought about it. Hey? It's still a Pixville joke. It's the responsibility of my co-writer, Mr. Sparks. He thieves third-rate jokes from Christmas crackers. I'll telephone later and give him a good racking. Well, how about that, sir? But while you was distracted, I committed an honest practice upon your tradesman's entrance. I suggest that since I'm infested with small insects, oh. that you pop down to the laundrette and wash your underwear, all right? Best thing after what I did to you while you were well, just talking. Why, my good fellow with nits, do you say that? Because this whole function in my brief fictional life is to lick you seamlessly oh. into the next scene, which is a set in a laundriette. How perspicacious of you, and glancing down at the revolving reel of tape, I'd say it's coming up in about eight inches time. Oh, well, uh, hold on, don't make a double entendre. <laughs> Hello? 
shop. Hello, I can't even. Oh, hello. Um, I wonder, could you do a service uh, wash on my smalls, please? Oh, oh no, not too. Dot it in. We oh. were nearly closed down by the elf the last time we kept your undercrackers here for an hour. Oh, you're not cleaned down the front and round the back. You're not. Do it yourself. Yeah, do it yourself. Oh, yeah, do it yourself. Oh, very savoury, I must say. Oh, all right. Well, I'll do it. But is there a sarcastic washing machine free at the moment? Sarcastic washing machine? What do you mean, sarcastic washing <laughs> machine? Sorry, I should explain. I need a sarcastic washing machine uh, to take the piss out of my boxer shorts. Oh, I tell you what, people like you should be a bit frightened with that giblets. No. Giblets. Try that. Over there, it's got six black gentlemen in it at the moment having a bio pre-wash. Bio. Six, six black, yeah. Oh, I know who that'll be. It'll be my resident popular singing group. Take six. I shall just open the front and lean in. Where are they? Where are they? Hello, boys! Stuff it, man. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Yeah. You lot seem very Stop. downhearted. Is it, is it something I've said? Yeah. We stick to the teeth of your so, jabs every week, man. Right. Yeah. Put down. yeah, we, oh, we want to yeah. X you, man. Yeah. <laughs> How quaint. <laughs> the way you New York cats say axe instead of ask. <laughs> what do you want to ask me? We don't mean ask, man. We mean axe. Yeah, that's right. Well, there's no need for violence. Anyway, look, I, I promise, I promise if you please sing for us this week, I promise there'll be no put-downs, no put-downs. Please sing. Okay, okay man, we'll sing. Okay, what are you going to sing for us then, boys? We're going to sing Brazilian Wedding Song. Yeah, Brazilian Wedding Song. Oh, I like, I like that one. Brazilian. It starts like this, doesn't it? Beep, 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 beep,
so good, I'm going to double your fee. Hey, man, that's cool, yeah. yeah. Yes, 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 yeah. instead of the BBC giving you £100 every week, I am personally going to make sure that you get £100 every two weeks. All right, well, listen, tell me, before I put you into rinse, surely a group of superstars like you must have insured your voices against damage? Yeah, we each insured our voices for a million dollars against damage. Yeah. Oh, goodness me. What did you do with all the money? <gasps> right, now we're in a spin cycle with a lot of you, you're crap. <laughs> we present... We present... Victor Lewis Smith's Great Fallacies of Today. Victor Lewis Smith's Fallacies of Today. Number one, cancer is not a word to be afraid of these days. I don't like being in hospital, I don't like being on a drip, and I don't like the sound of it. Barium meal, chemotherapy, all the pain I'm in. Consultant said it was probably cancer. Oh, oh shit. No, you'll no. be all right. Yeah. Cancer's nothing these days. Yeah, oh, yeah, no. we'll be right as rain in a few days. Yeah, you will they'll be. have you out of here in a week. Well, yeah, you'll look back on this and laugh, you will, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cancer and all. Nah, don't worry, cancer's not a word to be afraid of these, these days. These days, that's right. That's, you're right. Yeah. If you caught it early, yeah. I'm going to lick the big C. Yeah. I'm Cancer isn't a word to be afraid of these days is a phrase often heard in hospitals where it is uttered by healthily robust suntan visitors at the bedside of some emaciated spavined wretch of a relative. It is of course true that cancer as a word is nothing to be afraid of. However, cancer is a creeping tumorous disorder of the lymphatic system, which has wiped out over a third of the world's population over the past couple of decades, is something to be very afraid of indeed, and let nobody tell you otherwise. Amusingly enough, only one person in the hospital scene really believed that cancer isn't a word to be afraid of these days, and he was the one who had it. Still, you have to see the funny side. Commit his soul to the grind. Ashes to ashes. Poor sod. Funk to funk here. Poor bugger, eh? No major times. I said he'd be out of that hospital within a week. Yeah, well, he was, wasn't he? In a box. I think he really believed us when we said that cancer wasn't worth to be afraid of. Yeah, pathetic, really, isn't it? Still, service is nearly over. Let's go back to his house, rummage through his things. Yeah, he owes us a good laugh, doesn't he? Yeah. You can have his wife. Oh, I'll have her. That's all for now, but tune in for next week's Great Fallacy of Today, where we'll be asking, can you really save yourself from death in a free-falling elevator by jumping out just before the lift hits the ground? And why is it, if the BBC is an equal opportunities employer, that the only black people you ever see in Broadcasting House are the ones clearing away plates and emptying rubbish bins? Morning travel, how may I help you? Oh, hello, yes, I understand you're about the best as far as travel's concerned. Just with the best as far as travel's concerned. <laughs> well, I've got £2,000 uh, to spend uh, on uh, a holiday. Oh, that's nice. And, uh, well, you <laughs> I know... I wish I had. <laughs> well, it was, a, it was a death. Oh, dear, oh, that's not so nice. Yeah. Um, I had a bit of a, a nightmare, really, last uh, year on the Greek islands, um, and I stayed uh, for two weeks in Coet, and it was hard, it was, well, it, was hard, it wasn't built. Um, so I wonder, do you do tours to the River Styx? The where, sorry? The River Styx, near Hades. Um, I'd have to find out for you, I'd have to have a good look. Right, okay. Well, it's the, what I want is the River Styx to Hades. Just a minute. It sounds as if you've got a bit of a cold. Oh, it's nearly gone, it's, I just sound dreadful, it's, I haven't actually got a very bad cold, it's just my voice, I get it every, every couple of months, my voice oh. goes. 
Yeah, he's, it's a, I mean, it's a bit like phoning a travel agent with a cold. I have to say, it's a bit like phoning uh, like a knee surgeon without legs. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't really. I get these pains in the head. <laughs> right. Do you get something hot inside you? I don't want to go anywhere near Thanatos because that's near uh, Hades and it's death. I don't. I don't I'm not interested what about in it. It's all around. Uh, do you know where? Do you know Atlantis? Yeah. Atlantis has sunk as well. That's, that's a. Uh, I, I. I don't want to go to Limbo either. Not Limbo. That's all. You know where they do that dancing? Yes. Where was the other place you said you didn't want to go? Um. No. Nowhere else. I think. Uh, you know. I'm wide open. My wife and I would like to. Um, perhaps explore the nether regions. Um. Okay. Okay. What date do you want to go? June. July. June. Be lovely. Be lovely. Well, I shall try and find out something for you. Right. And get on to you. Oh dear, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, <laughs> um, do you fly to fuck it? Um, mm, we might do. From where? From. Where is it? Uh, from. Manchester. That would do. Let me just have a look. P H U C K E T. Fuck it. Ah, with a P. Yeah. Fuck it with a P. Fukuoka. I beg your pardon? Fukuoka? Yeah. That's Japan is Fukuoka. Oh, I bet it is. It's uh, it's in Indonesia. I think it's spelled P-H-U-C-K-E-T. Fuck it. Phuket. Oh, is it? Sounds like somebody's, like, a baby being sick. Sounds even worse, that, doesn't it? <laughs> I must say, talking of all this sea and sun makes me want to break into a song. <laughs> thanks, then. <laughs> OK, thanks. Bye. See you later. Bye. Up with camel built in 33. Oh, when I asked if I could use the toilet, they pointed at the wing and they said to me, It's an outside lavatory. Your captain speaking, welcome to Economy Airline, the choice of the turning traveller who puts cheap fares above personal safety. We guarantee the lowest possible prices to all destinations by dispensing with what we call frills and extras. Necessary things like maintenance, oxygen masks, life jackets, and indeed doors. We're flying tourist class from Gatwick. The food is crap and there's no room. My neighbor's name is Adam He says the plane is called the Flight of Doom. When we landed at Singapore Airport, a nice man who I met on the flight. Said, will you please take this talcum powder through customs? Now they're hanging me tonight. Still, I managed to get some duty-free fags. That's the finish of my summer holiday. It has ended with a rope around my neck. A prison guard is gonna pull that lever and I'm gonna... Being two-thirds of the way through this week's program, I become erect for food and decide to venture out of my flat in pursuit of sustenance. Usually I visit my local Italian restaurant, but after a recent mishap, I vowed never to go there again. The waiter spilled a portion of minestrone into my lap, and when I complained, all he could say was, Never mind, signor, at least now you have a soup in your fly. <laughs> a soup in your fly! <laughs> 
Good evening, Mr. Lao Crap links on not. I decided to visit the fine Oriental Emporium, the Wang King Chinese takeaway run by the eminent Thais philosopher and short order chef, Mr. Lao Tzu. What you can offer? And why, Mr. Lao Tzu? I see you've bought yourself a canary in a cage. His name is Onan. Why on earth do you call him that? You call him Onan because he spills his seed on the ground. Hi, Mr. Lao Tzu, yet again, you have me in a theological Arf Nelson with your eye-falutin mystical talk. Get about that, you'll tell me a funny thing, yes. When you go to the dentist, yes. He says nothing except lie down in the chair, yes. And then he silently stuffs cotton wool into your mouth and injects you with anaesthetic, yes. And he starts drilling into your teeth with his hand in your mouth, and only then does he start asking you how are the family. You're absolutely right, Mr. Lao Tzu. Incidentally, my dentist comes from Marseille. He's a French extraction. <laughs> another one of Mr. Spot. But I digress. I'm more crap. Shut your mouth. I'll tell you another funny thing. Shut your mouth. You'll tell me another funny thing. Yes. There's a government group called the Monopolist Commission. Yes. But why is there only one Monopolist Commission? I've never thought of that before, Mr. Lauter. Well, I certainly know where to come each week for a thorough no-nonsense session of cerebral aerobics. It is true what they're saying about you in hushed tones, the length and breadth of the Wiggington Road. Truly, you are the Jane Fonda of the Philosophical workout. Oh, thank God for the words I'm saying. And what's more, you always treat me like a god when I come in here. Well, you may have a lot of god, you know. What do I mean? You treat me like a god? Well, every time I come in here, you give me a sodding burnt offering. You're the fool. You'll pay for it. Our name is Clanna, and we sing pretentious songs in Gaelic. They're mortal and not at all chromatic. Not at all. This breathy style is not by choice. Because the truth is Mercy Evening all. Well, we've all had a few laughs. But twelve me and make no mistake, he goes a bit close to the bone for my taste. He does strike a light comedy's changes by day, Lord to Lord it has. Cool, blimey, my day comedy to us was down to earth. We'd give some baby a razor blade to chew, we would, and we'd laugh about it all night. Well, that's progress. That's a you from today, I suppose. Still mark you. The police have changed that you're always there when you need us. You see, my name is Sergeant Dixon of the Metro Police. Around your way. A guard in the community and keeping the peace. Around your way Well me and Sergeant Brown have 20 pints of beer And then we go and knock the shit out of some blacks and a queer And if you got no objections We'll rearrange your ears around your way And God bless the British Bobby, say I. That was Victor Lewis Smith, written by Paul Sparks and Victor Lewis Smith. Victor Lewis Smith supplied the voices, wrote the music, and produced the programme. And the BBC would like to remind listeners that it is the patriotic duty of every Englishman to do his bit to help our brave boys in blue. So on the count of three, why not join me in a dose of good, honest coppering? One, two, three! Off you go! Get him, lads! Good. 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 Good.
Rock.